You're listening to the West End Frame Show. And welcome to the West End Frame Show. I'm your host and West End Frame editor, Andrew Tomlins, and I am so excited to be diving into a brand new season. It's season eight. How did that happen? If you're new to the pod, get ready for the ultimate stage of catch-up. Each week, we'll be rounding up all of the latest theatre news and discussing all the latest shows to have opened. For most episodes, I'm joined by a different co-host, but sometimes, like today, I fly solo and do mini episodes. I hope you are well. Thank you so much for bearing with us whilst we've been away. Last week, we did a catch-up episode with Lisa Martland and also a bonus interview episode as well, which was super fun. And it was a record-breaking week in Western Frameland. It was the most downloaded week of the Western Frame show ever, which, after being away for a couple of months, I was worried whether anyone would still be there. We still remember that I was here doing this. So it is hugely appreciated and never goes unnoticed. And I am so excited about all the guests we have coming up um, and all the things we're going to have to talk about because this is going to be a busy year for theatre and there are so many shows to get excited about. And this week, I feel like everyone knew we were coming back for a new season of the West End Frame show because there has been so much incredible theatre news. So I thought we would get right into it, get stuck in and discuss everything that has been going on. So coming up, we are going to be discussing No Limits and the Heathers tour, as well as all the latest news about Chichester's new season, the Watson Stage Awards, Lame Miz casting and lots, lots more. So first up, let's discuss just some of this week's theatre news because there has been so much going on. Um, And the big thing that happened, the big event that happened in the last week in the world of theatre is the What's On Stage Awards. So last weekend, winners were announced for the publicly voted 23rd annual What's On Stage Awards, which took place at the Prince of Wales Theatre. So many amazing people and incredible shows picked up awards. So Courtney Bowman and Lauren Drew picked up the Best Performer and Best Supporting Performer in the Musical Awards for their roles in Legally Blonde. Lucy Jones took home Best Takeover Performance for Alphaba in Wicked. Gabriella Slade won Best Costume Design for The Share Show. Arlene Phillips won Best Choreography for Grease. And then in terms of shows, some of the winners included Six being crowned Best West End Show. But I'm a cheerleader was named Best Off West End Production, Billy Elliot at the Curve won Best Regional Production, Oklahoma won Best Musical Revival, and Bonnie and Clyde picked up Best New Musical. I mean, that is just a few of the winners. So many incredible people were out there winning awards, and I'm so jealous of everyone that was there because Courtney Bowman and Billy Luke Nevers were hosting, um, and it looked like they were having so much fun. They had like three different 
outfits, I want to say. Pure opulence, looking incredible, and so many amazing people, so many brilliant performances, um, and a huge congrats to everybody who was part of it. We love a glitzy night celebrating theatrical talent. Um, so other big news this week was from the Chichester Festival Theatre, who revealed plans for this year's season. And I don't know what they're trying to do to us all, but they have revealed not one, not two, but three musicals for the season. And I can't think of other examples of that happening. Usually you have that one kind of big musical, but this year they're going full out of feeling with three. And I'm a little bit mad because I'm going to have to arrange multiple trips to Chichester, which isn't always the easiest place to get to. But we'll worry about that later. So first up, Stephen's sometimes musical Assassins is being staged from the 3rd to the 24th of June with the most ridiculous cast, including Amy Booth Steele, um, Luke Brady from Prince of Egypt, the legend that is Carly Mercedes Dyer back on stage. We love to see it. Uh, Fresh from Pretty Woman, Danny Max doing this revival, as well as Sam Oladende, who you may have seen recently in the West End production of Come From Away. So that's super exciting. And obviously we're here for all the Sondheim revivals right now. Um, and then after that, Gina Beck is returning to Chichester, where she recently did South Pacific, to star as Maria Von Trapp in a revival of The Sound of Music, which runs from the 10th of July through to the 3rd of September. This is obviously perfect casting. Gina has... Well, I thought she'd basically ticked off every iconic soprano role from Christine to Glinda, um, obviously South Pacific. She's done it all. But of course, she's now played Maria and she's going to be the most stunning Maria. And I'm so excited to see who else they cast and to see what route this production goes down and what it looks like and all of that. I think this show will sit so perfectly into Chichester's stage. Um, and then finally, Chichester is staging a brand new musical. We don't get that many new musicals there. So they are doing this new musical called Rock Follies, which is based on the hit 70s series of the same name, which I have never heard of. Um, but that's fine. We'll do some Googling. Um, and it's going to star ZZ Stralen, Fresh from Mary Poppins, and the UK tour of Cake, and Carly Borden. So Rock Follies runs from the 14th of July through to the 26th of August, which is very convenient because it means that you can go to Chichester for a two-show day, see maybe the matinee of Rock Follies, and then see the evening of The Sound of Music or the other way around, um, which is probably exactly what I'll be doing. And because normally there's a kind of a play running <laughs> at the same time as a musical, normally I have to go to Chichester and see the one show. So this will be the first time that I will have gone and had a two-show day there, which I think is super exciting and I'm thrilled about. So listen, we're here for all the musicals. Chichester has come through it this season. I would say they used to have iconic season after iconic season. And then in recent years, you know, it's been up and down, but this sounds like it's a really stellar season and they're pulling out all the stops getting all the talent, all the amazing names, and I can't wait for a couple of day trips to Chichester this year. 
And then we have some exciting news from the world of Les Mis. So new casting has been announced for the Western production of Les Mis. Joining the company from the 27th of March, we have Josh Pitman, uh, fresh from the Phantom of the Opera in Australia as Jean Valjean. Stuart Clark, fresh from Mandela, who's on a roll right now. He's a show jumper. Um, he's going to play Javert. Lucy Jones, literally weeks, weeks after after finishing her run in Wicked, will join Les Mis as Fontaine. Claire Machen, fresh from Mary Poppins, is our new Madame Thenardier. And Harry Chandler is going to make his West End debut as Andras. And he recently was in a touring production as one of the Andras understudies. So this is a big moment for him, coming into the West End, taking over as the lead. Super, super cool. I'm so excited about all of these people and I am going to have to go and see them do it. But then, because John Robbins is leaving Les Mis early, he's currently Jean Valjean, he's leaving early to go and play the Phantom of the Opera. Stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me. It's literally right now, I feel like Cameron McIntosh is just rotating people between all of his shows um, and spreading the love. So because John Robbins is leaving Lame is early to go into Phantom from the 28th of February through to the 25th of March for a limited time Dean Chisnell will return to London to play the role of Jean Valjean for a strictly limited season following the completion of the show's UK and Ireland tour on which he was playing Jean Valjean so basically regardless of when you go and see Les Mis, you are going to see some incredible people. But I am going to have to try and catch Lucy Jones as Fontaine again because I saw her last time in that concert production and that little option she did was everything and more and I can't wait to see what she does with it this time. And I can't wait to see all these incredible people, Stuart Clark, especially in Les Mis, which runs at the Sondheim Theatre. In some other news, Owen Chaponda and Meryl Anser will take over as Simba and Nala in the Western production of The Lion King this spring at the Lyceum Theatre. So both of them were previously in the show's ensemble and now returning as principals, which we love to see. Kerry Ellis is making her Shakespeare debut come through as Titania in A Midsummer Night's Dream at the Gatehouse Theatre in Stafford. I've never been to Stafford but I may have to make a trip to go and see this because it's going to be iconic. Um, Pretty Woman and Jesus Christ Superstar have both announced UK and Ireland tours and this is the first time that we've had Jesus Christ Superstar, the open air Regents Park production touring. It's toured the US. Um, we've seen it indoors before at the Barbican and that was great so I'm so pleased that it's now going on the UK because it's magnificent and as many people as possible need to see it. Um, Gabrielle Brooks will star as Timoon in the Regent's Park Open Air Theatre's revival of Once on This Island. She is going to be incredible and sing for days and change all of our lives. And then finally, My Son's a Queer, but What Can You Do? has extended its West End run at the Ambassador's Theatre by two weeks to the 1st of April, meaning you literally have zero excuses not to go and see it. It is incredible and you have to go. If you haven't got tickets yet, go, go, go because Rob Madge is just wondrous and it's such a special show and it's such a special time to have it in London and I think if everyone could see it, the world would just be a better place. <laughs>
Okay, so if we slip across into the realms of show talk, we have two shows to discuss today. First of all, I went to see No Limits at the Turbine Theatre. This is a brand new song cycle by Sam Thomas, and it follows a variety of characters from every walk of life as they dare to believe in themselves and strive for a better tomorrow. It sounds quite cliche, but it's actually really cute concept, and it's all about these characters kind of confessing their dreams. Um, and it's quite kind of simple things like being wanting to be a rock star. Um, there's a catfishing scenario that happens but it's all about these characters overcoming their anxieties and taking leaps of faith and fighting and discovering who they really are Um, it's really heartfelt it's really simple it's obviously really intimate because it's at the Turbine Theatre and there's some great comedy in there as well it's very real Um, but there's like some kind of kinky moments and some queer moments and we love to see it it's out here ticking all of the boxes So the creative team have done a fabulous job. It's directed by Dean Johnson and there's also movement direction by Reese Wilkinson, I think in his kind of professional choreographic debut. That could be wrong, um, but I think that's the case. And there's just some great concepts within the staging and the musical number. There's really brilliant design as well. Um, The set is great. But some of the numbers are just really well done. The cast are utilised well. There's some kind of funny puppetry and choreography that happens with teddies and there's some really nice moments in there which make it really enjoyable and really cute but really the reason you're going to see this is to hear and to witness the most incredible cast so Owen Clayton is incredible as romantic Hannah Lowther is giving us everything as catfish Um, Michael Mather is serving all the vocals all the riffs, all the tone. He's giving us everything as fighter. Uh, Mary Moore, who I've had my eye on recently because every show I've seen her in, Little Women, Grease, she has just come through with the comedy and slyly won me over. So in this, she is playing Fun Employed um, and she's great, really funny. But the star of the show is, without doubt, Natalie May Paris, who you know as the original Jane Seymour in Six, the musical. And she's out here playing the dreamer and her voice just soars into crazy places. She can do everything, the tone, the effortlessness of it all. It's just astounding. It has to be seen to be believed. I can listen to her sing forever. And to hear her singing some of these Sam Thomas numbers, it's just so special and so magnificent. And the tunes are well written so that she really can fly with it um, and show us her entire range and more. Um, and also, Ness Natalie is so funny. She's a really great actor. There's some really great comedic moments from her, some really great facial expressions. She's a brilliant number with Mary Moore where they're kind of, um, she's married to this man who then Mary's been seeing and having a relationship with. Um, but both of them didn't know about the other woman and they kind of sing this song, putting the world to right. And it was fierce and it was funny and it was everything and they both gave us everything. Um, but my point here is, is that Natalie Mary Paris needs to get some incredible roles in the West End. We deserve to see her in some more shows because she is such a talent. And it's like, it's a privilege to be in her presence. And we're so lucky, I've said this before, but we're so lucky to have a voice 
voice like that in theatre because she should just be like Christina Aguilera. She should be an international, globally famous megastar with that voice. It's criminal. Um, so what a treat that we get to hear it and to witness those kind of talents in such an intimate space. But the entire cast are fabulous and the show's really fun. Um, and it's running at the Turbine Theatre through to Sunday, the 26th of February. And then the other show I went to this week was very spontaneous and quite unlike me. So I went to the Theatre Royal Windsor to go and see the very first preview performance of the Heathers tour, which is starting there in Windsor um, with a brand new company. So it was their first show. There's a couple of people who have history with Heathers, but pretty much it was all people that were brand new to the show. Um, And I went spontaneously because I was away in the countryside for the week. And I basically needed something to do. It was Valentine's Day of all days. I was on my own in the countryside. and was frantically trying to find what shows were within kind of a half hour drive from me. And I saw that Heather's at the Theatre Royal Windsor. Luckily, there was a couple of single tickets available. So I snapped one up. Um, and I think I gave a few people a heart attack when Paul Taylor Mills and some of the show's press team saw me there. They're like, what are you doing here? And I assured them that I was just there because I needed to see something. And I was there for fun and to spread the love and to see this show. Because I have a bit of a soft spot for Heather's. It's really grown on me over the years. And I don't normally go to first nights of shows. I think it's better to let people have time to settle, especially if you're going to do a podcast about their performances, etc. Um, but it was really fun to be a part of the first night and there were so many Heathers fans because Windsor isn't far from London. I think a lot of people were able to be there and dress up um, and it was fun to be a part of and fun to witness those performances and I hope that I maybe get to see the tour again later in the run and to see how they all grow. But I have to say, You would never have known it was their first night because this company were truly stellar. So Jenna Ines leads the cast as Veronica Sawyer and she's just from the Lamest tour as a cover. Um, So this is her like principal debut in the UK tour and oh my gosh, belting for days but such a well-rounded character, such a well-thought-out Veronica. And already had such incredible chemistry opposite Jacob Fowler, who is back as JD, having understudied and then taken over the role in the London production. Jacob, oh my gosh, just serves us all the tone. So evil. Even from the back of the stalls, I could see his evil eyes and I was scared and afraid of his JD. Um, He was really, really brilliant. And then the three Heathers were just faultless they were so great led by Verity Thompson who is playing Heather Chandler and makes such an impression riffs and again is just so evil and so striking on stage has really already found her own groove Um, she works up a storm Uh, Billy Bowman has taken over as Heather McNara she was a swing in the West End production and she's fabulous as well Um, and a big shout out actually to Kingsley Morton who I last saw in the Adams family belting her face off in that Um, and she belts her face off in Heathers as Martha Dunstock and really you could have forget about Martha because it isn't until like two that she has that big moment and really belts for days Um, and Kingsley was insane she was so so good and I was so blown away by her and she's one to watch because she's going to go on to do incredible things but Heathers is a really fun show I think it's really settled now in this production and what I love is that it gets younger audiences into the theatre. So 
I reckon that first night in Windsor was probably the youngest audience to have ever stepped foot into that theatre in Windsor on a Tuesday night. Because usually I think that theatre brings in a slightly older audience. I love that Heather's gets young, different audiences in. It's unapologetically cultish and quirky and funny. I still guess when I think into it, I think it's kind of mad that this is a show that such young fans are obsessed with because it's so dark and complicated and I guess kind of problematic. But you know what? I guess if you're going to take it for what it is, it's good fun, it's silly, it's got great music and it's a thoroughly enjoyable night and I was pleased to see it and I want to see this cast again and I want to go and see the new cast who are joining the London production so maybe I can finally say that I'm a true Heathers fan and that I have a soft space for it in my heart. So Heathers is touring the UK until the 21st of October. It's going all over the place so go and see it if you can. And it's also continuing in London at the other Palace Theatre where a brand new cast take over this week. So you have all the excuses to go and see Heather's multiple times. And there we go. Thank you so much for joining me for this first episode of season eight of In the Frame. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Of the West End Frame Show. What podcast am I doing? The West End Frame Show. Ironically, I actually spent yesterday trying to organise some outtakes because people voted over the holidays for us to do another outtakes episode. And I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to organise all the outtakes. I've kind of got them all together but the problem is there's too many. There's just far too many outtakes. So I would have to go through and find out which ones are actually funny. And, and I mean, some episodes is like five to 10 minutes worth of outtakes. It's just awful. Um, I probably shouldn't even admit to that. But anyway, watch your space for an outtakes episode. We do have lots of in the frames coming away. That's our interviews podcast, which is separate to this podcast. So go and search in the frame. Um, and you can subscribe to that podcast and we have lots more episodes. I've recorded too many, so I'm going to have to do some weeks of double episodes uh, so we can kind of catch up and get everything out. But yeah, we have lots of amazing co-hosts coming away. There's going to be so much to talk about, so please subscribe, stay with us, um, email, DM, you know the drill, say hi. I love hearing from people that listen to the show because it's just reassuring to know that there are people as crazy and stagey as me out there. So thank you for listening to this episode of the West End Frame Show. As I said, hit subscribe, hit follow. And if you enjoyed today's episode, you can leave us an Apple podcast or Spotify rating and review. We love hearing from you. So follow West End Frame on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Check out our other podcast in the frame. This week's guest is a former West End queen. And I'll be back next week for another stagey catch up.